your success isn't built in the easy times. Your success is built in those times, those hard times. Like that's when other people fall off the path and that's where your success probably lies. Those who are living a life of freedom have optimized themselves and their lives in pursuit of one thing, choice. They've created the financial, geographical and time freedom to do what they want, when they want to. But they've also created freedom from their internal limitations, their story, their biology and their character. In this podcast, The Freedom Project, it is my attempt to shortcut your learning curve to having total freedom in your life so you can go and do more cool shit. I'm going to bring you deep dives into some of the most inspiring adventure athletes and business owners in the world. I'm also going to give you the key concepts of my coaching process to adventurepreneurs so you can start applying that to your life today. So here is another episode of The Freedom Project. The one theme that unites you, the listener of this podcast, and me is the drive to become better. Obsessed with becoming better, better today than I was yesterday, and better tomorrow than I was today. Aside from this phrase, I want to be the best version of myself, and a few kind of observations that are similar to that, you probably don't know what this actually looks like for you, and have even less idea of how to actually achieve that. So, in this podcast, I'm going to show you step by step how to become better each and every day. So this time next year, you're not looking back at another 12 months wasted where you're just stagnated. Most people stay stuck or at least living kind of below the life that they actually want because they lack the system to consistently make intentional and deliberate change that moves them forward. They continue to take what I refer to as the easy path, not the one of growth because they don't have a process for doing so. Every time you choose that easy path too, you choose a worse version of yourself and have a less satisfactory life as a result of that. This easy choice doesn't just affect you and your life, but it's those around you too. Your kids, your spouse, your business partners, your clients. So by the end of today, after listening to this, you're going to know precisely what you need to focus on in order to grow as a person how to overcome the inevitable low moments, what your character training plan exactly looks like, and also how to sustain your growth forever and never plateau. This process starts around 2,400 years ago, somewhere probably around Athens, and it starts with philosophers doing all your hard work for you. They realised that the good life had only four components. It doesn't matter what your good life looks like either. These four apply to you. So if your goal is to create, I don't know, a business that allows you the time and the freedom to spend with your family and on your own personal pursuits of bettering yourself, that's great. Same with if you want to go to the 1% of the 1% and dial in to the closest to perfection that you can possibly get. You need to apply these rules too, and you need to hone your character appropriately because it's not, because, sorry, because it is your character skill. It's not your practical skills which have the greatest effect on your success. And your, comp- your character is built from those four components that the ancient Greek discovered all those years ago, somewhere around 400 BC. 
Those four are courage, wisdom, temperance, and justice. So courage, doing the brave thing that you know is right. Wisdom, applying long-term judgment consistently. Temperance, doing the right amount of the right things at the right time. And then justice, and this is something like treating people like you'd like to be treated yourself. And these four are what you need in order to succeed in your version of the good life. Philosophers call these the cardinal virtues. Once you've selected which of these uh, these components of your character you need to work on most, so probably the one that has either the greatest leverage impact on the rest of your life or there's an obvious deficit, you need a way to deal with the inevitable low moments that arise. There are going to be so many times in your journey of self-development where you just don't feel like getting it done or you'll have so much on that the easy route just becomes appealing to you. Your success isn't built in the easy times. Your success is built in those times, those hard times. Like That's when other people fall off the path and that's where your success probably lies. When I'm working with a client to prepare them for these moments, I ask them to choose one or two people who perfectly embody the way they want to live your life. Maybe this is someone they know. Maybe it's someone they used to have an interaction with. Maybe it's someone fictitious. Maybe it's a historical figure. There's someone that you can look up to and there's parts of their personality that you want to put into yourself, to have yourself, to own yourself. I actually have an internal board of advisors where I consume so much of their content and I feel like the average of those people is the epitome of who I have the potential to become, that I consult them in my imagination when I have a challenging moment. What would so-and-so do? What would this person do in this situation? What would this person tell me to do if they were in my shoes? Just a quick favor to ask. If you love the show and you think it may help someone else in the world, then head to wherever you listen to The Freedom Project and leave a five-star review and maybe even share it with some friends. It really does help me and it helps the show too. I can continue to get fantastic guests on the show. It reaches more people and it makes me feel great too. So I would be enormously grateful if you could leave a five-star review and share any episodes of the podcast that you love. And the answer is always simpler than I imagine. And it's the same for my clients too. When they have these people and I say, okay, what would Marcus Aurelius do in this situation? What would The Rock do? What would Naval Ravikant do? What would Tim Ferriss do? The answer is really simple. And in challenging times, it's quicker and easier and more effective to copy someone else than to think of the answer yourself. It requires less cognitive RAM, for want of a better phrase. As I've said hundreds of times before, mindset is a set and reps game. Mental change, just like physical change, is the result of intentional, consistent practice. So to put in those sets and reps, you need an appropriate exercise plan. Same with mindset, same with training. So here's how you create yours. You choose which of those cardinal virtues will have the greatest impact on your life. Like I said earlier, this could be the biggest efficiency that you face. Or it could be your greatest opportunity, the one that has an outsized return on effort or investment. And each day, before you do anything else, look ahead to your tasks and choose where you most need to display that virtue. 
write down exactly how you're going to practice this. I can't stress this enough. Make it specific, make it focused, and if you can, make it measurable. So look at what the outcome exactly looks like so you can tick that box or you can cross that box. For example, I'm developing temperance at the moment. That's what I'm really working on, which is choosing the right amount of an activity to do. Today, because I've realized that that is the greatest way that I can develop my character at the moment, I'm practicing it in three ways. Every time I feel the pull towards picking up my phone, so I feel like it's there and I just want to grab it and I know I'm not consciously using it as a tool, I'm using it to distract myself, I put it further away from me. I'm literally throwing my phone further away from me. Second one is the opposite of stopping something is making sure I do something, which is ensuring I eat four high quality meals today. So that's enough calories for me and a decent quality food. Simple. And then three, refraining from an end of day beer despite being on holiday. So that's kind of one of those um, those vices I have. So vices and virtues, and you'll notice they go hand in hand because they are opposites. A vice that I occasionally have is like, okay, I'm on holiday, just want to chill out. It's somewhat sunny here in the UK. So having a beer um, is kind of a vice that I can have that massively affects my sleep and massively affects my output. So refraining from that is a way to practice temperance. And that phrase practice, it's not display perfectly because you're human. It's to practice what it feels like to be temperate in those choices. And what happens here is the more you learn what it feels like to display that temperance and to to put it forward into the way into the world or whatever other cardinal virtue you want to, do, to uh, display, the more you can hone in on that and get closer to it in the future. And then you do these consistently, frequently, and they become not something you have to force yourself to display but a disposition, like, so a way you are going to act in the future, like a way is typical of you. So if you have a disposition to be generous because you give frequently and when you're put in those situations, you almost always give freely, you become known as having a generous dis- disposition. Same with courage, same with wisdom. That's the way it works. And finally, what the last step of this is linked to containing or continuing this growth for a longer period in your life. And you can do this growth, you can continue this growth through a simple end-of-day reflection. It's very simple. Five, five, find five minutes, easy for me to say, find five minutes to be alone and uninterrupted at the end of the day. And run through each of those four virtues and summarize how you performed. Give yourself a rating out of five or a rating out of ten and ask yourself what you did well and what you'd do differently if you're going to perform the day again. There's actually something that I still implement from my days in the military, which is a debriefing process. And it's something I kind of observed from other people and boiled it down to myself. And I think the US Special Forces use exactly this process too, but it's something that I remember thinking about after every single exercise I went on. What did I do well is the first point. Because you've got to give yourself fair, fair credit and you want to continue doing the things that display those virtues in this situation or move you forward towards your goal. So what did you do well? Secondly, what did you do badly? Okay. Where are your opportunities to improve? Where did, so for example, I can think of two times where I did grab my phone and I opened up Instagram. Okay. That's an opportunity to improve. What was I doing at the time? 
okay, you can learn more about it, you develop self-knowledge. And then finally, if I was doing it again, so if I was doing this day again, what would I do differently? So today I'd ensured that after breakfast, I put my phone further away from me rather than having it right next to me so that when I ran into the um, the challenging focus points, I had the I had my phone far enough away from me so that it wasn't a simple distraction. And if you do this over a long enough time horizon, you will grow forever. So to summarize, firstly, the four things that you need to aim at every single day to move forwards a character, wisdom, temperance, and justice. Secondly, find yourself a role model, fictitious or otherwise, and use them as your internal board of advisors. Third, put the sets and reps in, knowing that this will become your disposition over time. And finally, perform an end-of-day reflection to move forwards towards your goals in perpetuity.